0: Okay, so we're about a week, a week and a half out from the final film in the Phase 4 storyline of the MCU. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is coming out pretty soon. It is the last film of Phase 4. It's actually just the last bit of anything for Phase 4. It pretty much is all ending with uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, We just recently saw the ending of She-Hulk Attorney at Law... I'm going to wind up doing a separate entry on that. But then we also had, before that, we had Thor Love and Thunder, which came out over the summer. I've been, I guess, kind of stalling a little bit on this, simply because, you know, I'm trying to see if I can find the appreciation for it. But, you know, I I, I will try my best to play the devil's advocate role, where I'm trying to, like, find the good, but also I do understand the bad. You know, I do understand that even though, you know... Critical response wise, it's been getting its average, you know, review kind of intake from people. You know, the actual uh, reviewers. Like, um, I think Rotten Tomatoes has it at like sixty percent, which isn't horrible. Uh, I think IMDb has it at like a six or a seven. Um, it, I think it tripled its box office um numbers. I think it was, I think it cost like. It definitely cost millions of dollars. I think it cost like $200 million, and then it winded up doing like $600 million, if I read that correctly. Definitely not anything to, you know, write home about in comparison to its other films, which did relatively close to that. You know, Thor, Thor the Dark World, they all did pretty much the same thing. Uh, the only problem is, is that this is just this new take on Thor that they're continuing like what they did with Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I don't know if I've ever done an entry for Thor Ragnarok on the channel, but what I do want to say is that, for me personally, Thor Ragnarok is just a piece of trash. And I try to find appreciation in it, and I just can't. It's probably the most well-received of all the Thors, I think. I think it's the most successful of all of them. But to me, it was the starting point of the downfall of what 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 i wanted out of thor what i was hoping to see them kind of stick with with the thor character in and of itself and i know i'm probably one of the few people who think that way but i think everybody has now kind of realized my feelings with this recent one thor is a joke they are making thor a joke and it's pissing me off you can't have this character that is a meant to be a literal god In this mythology that exists as part of reality. Like every other mythical person around him. In some way, shape, or form is powerful. And you have him who is just a walking joke. And I get it. Somebody has to kind of be a joke in a way. Somebody has to have the punchline. But the fact that it's always Thor just really pisses me off. Thor deserves... So much more. And I... i probably one of the few people who really do like the first two films. I don't mind Thor The Dark World. Uh, I know that the original Thor film that kind of kicked off the MCU, you know, when it comes around that time of, like, thinking Iron Man, Captain America, First Avenger, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor, all leading up to the First Avengers film. Yes, Thor doesn't live up to its other predecessor films. Like, all those other films in some way, shape, or form, are better than that Thor film. But at least there is a consistency between Thor and Thor the Dark World that also remains consistent in his character when portrayed in other forms that he's incorporated in the MCU. Thor in uh, Avengers Age of Ultron makes sense. Thor in Avengers makes sense. And they have their moments where he is funny. Just like serious parts of um, Captain America, serious parts in Iron Man... Every movie that is somewhat of a serious portrayal of a story, there is still room to make jokes. This entire film, though, just makes a complete joke out of the character. And this whole rewrite they gave him where he's kind of understood humanity to the extent where he is now just nothing but a walking pun is really infuriating. The only shining light through this entire movie is Christian Bale's character, Gore the God Butcher. Everything about not only just his backstory, but his portrayal of the character. Now, mind you, I also don't know much about Gore the God Butcher. I know he is essentially worse in the comics. There are other depths that his character goes into when the comics are taken into consideration. But for a one-off film where they're introducing the character, giving him a good backstory, and then eliminating him by the end of the film, I feel like this does at least a little bit of justice by also allowing it to be portrayed by an actor of the caliber that is Christian Bale. And then when you read interviews from Christian Bale and you hear about how he portrayed it, he just walked in there not giving a shit that it was Marvel. He was just like, I'm not here for marvel i'm just gonna be me and i'm gonna be this role and i'm gonna do this thing and you're gonna get me playing the role that you want me to play and he stands out amongst everybody else it's almost like he should he doesn't even belong in this film when you look at the joke that thor is playing and then you have the side characters of Gorg who's played by um Takawatiri. then you have uh Jane Foster played by Natalie Portman and then you have uh Valkyrie who's played by um uh Tessa Tessa Thompson and you have these characters who they do well for who they are like you know who Gorg is going to be he's a joke character you're expecting that the portrayal of Mighty Thor from the Jane Foster character, perfect. To me, I thought it made so much sense and it was very, it was very much, uh, I guess, I guess maybe the right words is just not even, not relatable, not gut-wrenching, but it was something to really feel for, was something to kind of get into, because here we are seeing Jane for the first time in what, 10, 11 films, and they give it this really poorly conceived backstory to kind of understand where jane went the entire time between like thor the dark world and everything else that happened after that because she really doesn't pop up at all from my recollection in much after thor the dark world so when you consider that and then she pops in here and you still kind of be like oh good she's back here she is but oh shit Look at what she's going through, and now here's where you get her story and how it makes more sense. And she almost plays a better Thor than Thor. And I hate to say that, but it's it's just a really good portrayal for what they were going for with that character. Now, you also get further into the movie where they just go deeper and deeper into the lore that... Um, uh, thor is kind of based around you know he's based on norse mythology and they acknowledge that there is just all types of mythology just like we saw in the fact that they've acknowledged egyptian mythology with moon knight and now we're also getting that with the incorporation of greek mythology when they go to the um omnipotent city and they see zeus who is portrayed as the 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 runner of the party in a way which i thought was you know okay Zeus rules it all that's almost every storyline when it comes to mythology involving Zeus shows him as being trying to be the guy who's the center of attention so yeah that makes sense but again you just go back to everything Thor is doing it just doesn't make sense every turn is just a punchline that's just unnecessary from the introduction of him still being part of the Guardians of the Galaxy and doing all the training the training montage and losing all the weight and the really the really poor like music choices and his interactions with people and it's just it's just a really really bad direction that they're taking Thor in. And that's that's just my personal opinion. And that's simply coming from a person who really feels that there needs to be there needs to be more seriousness taken. We're seeing too many things drive into this realm where things are too lighthearted. And I'm not saying that they can't be. I'm not saying that there's nothing that deserves some lightheartedness every so often. But that's every so often. Like to me, when I do my She-Hulk entry, I'm gonna talk about how, yes It's lighthearted. It's supposed to be lighthearted. I'm okay with how funny She-Hulk was, because that's what I was expecting. You know, Eternal, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange. Those were all relatively serious films, all being able to fit in comedic points while still telling good stories. Black Panther looks fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to what it is that we're going to see when it comes to what the, the the introduction of the new black panther and the torch passing and and the more and all that stuff they're doing with this film it just looks so good and it looks like a return to them really try, starting to take their movies seriously again because you just see this kind of downfall with like miss marvel and then she hulk and then thor it's just it's just nothing but comedy when things still need to be relatively serious these are still films and these still should be Decent stories and decent movies, and I get it, we're talking about comic book movies, maybe they don't need to be that way, but coming from a fan who's invested a lot of hours, a lot of years, a lot of time watching these characters develop, watching these storylines, when you look at just this phase, it has seven films, eight shows, and two specials. I have watched literally all of it and I've invested so much time and for them to not take it as seriously as they did the first round of 22 films that I also invested years and in my time in, it's just really upsetting that I feel that there's just not enough of what what I guess we deserve almost, I guess you could say. Like, Miss Marvel can stay the, the lightheartedness it was. Miss Marvel was perfect exactly how it was. She-Hulk was perfect exactly how it was. Moon Knight was perfect, way more of a serious role, perfect exactly how it was. Hawkeye, a fantastic mix of the two, because Hawkeye is still a character who has this serious background and the serious tension, but the introduction of this torch-passing, like, sidekick, you know, the person who's gonna be the new Hawkeye, that also makes sense. Anything that has to do with Thor is just not making sense to me. And I just really hate the direction they're taking his character because he's part of the original six. He should be taken more seriously. And then they did Thor Ragnarok and then they made him fat. And it was just. It's just so much that they're doing to him that it's just like they don't know what it is they want. And then they're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And apparently. Funny Thor is winning, and I don't know why Funny Thor is winning, because it really hurts my heart to see Funny Thor win. (sighs) On a positive note, though, everything around Thor's character in Thor Love and Thunder is good. Like I said, Christian Bale's portrayal of Gore the God Butcher is perfect. The entire storyline of Jane Foster is really, really well thought out and it's really kind of, you know, it's the only thing that grabs you back as a serious storyline because it is, it is actually really serious and it should have been taken seriously. But the fact that you had Thor being a goofball all throughout the movie where here's Jane fighting cancer with the power of Thor at her hand, you know, it's, it's dumb. It, it, it just feels dumb, but it still gets you a little bit. And then you have the ending that introduce who Love is, and Love is the name of the little girl who is the, who is the daughter of Gore, who at the end of the film then becomes Thor's adoptive daughter. Which, where the fuck is that going? I don't know what the plan is there. I don't know how that's going to do anything moving forward. And maybe the post credit scene where they show the incorporation of Hercules and how Hercules is now meant to go on this hunt to kill Thor, maybe that's going to show something and maybe that's going to bring this back into a little bit more of a serious light. You would think, You would think a character called Gore the God Butcher would have made him take things more seriously and not be such a joke, but maybe now him getting hunted by Hercules will actually do something for him as a character. Again, take this with a grain of salt. This is just my opinion, and it's my opinion from a fan who not only loves mythology and loves the Marvel movies and loves what the creation of the MCU is and where it's going, but it's also a person who's passionate about these characters having the, having what they deserve. And I just feel like Thor is not getting what he deserves. Like, Black Widow, to me, did not get what she deserves hawkeye deserves a little bit more but he's getting something and i'm okay with him getting something because he had nothing and now he has at least a little bit of something and it's and it's good enough for me to be happy about that you know i'm happy with where the captain america character is going i'm happy with what's going on with the spider-man character and and all the storyline that revolved around that and how they made it made sense for this universe and I'm also happy with all of these original characters that I know nothing about. I didn't know who Shang-Chi was before the movie. I didn't really care for the Eternals. That turned out to be a half-decent film, you know? I only know Moon Knight because a buddy of mine cosplayed it like 10 years ago, and he was super excited about it, and he was explaining it to me, and that was great. I know Miss Marvel is a huge, like, turn from what she actually is in the comics, but that show is great, and her portrayal is really good, and the storyline is good, and it fits in with everything else. Everything just sort of is still kind of trying to come together and kind of fit. I know there's a lot of people talking about how maybe there isn't so much that is fitting. I do see at least a little bit fitting, just because I feel like this is this still foundation building. But nothing has really come out and said whatever is taking place in what timelines. So, until we get something that tells us what takes place when, when these storylines are happening, if they're all happening at the same time, so to speak, you know, we know that uh, in the uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that happens not directly after, but at least sometime after Spider Man No Way Home, so that makes sense. But when does Eternals take place? When does Shang-Chi take place? We know that. In She-Hulk, She-Hulk takes place around the same time as Shang-Chi because of the because of the incorporation of the Abomination character and how the Abomination is portrayed in the Shang-Chi film. But now, where does that leave the Shang-Chi, the She-Hulk character? Where is all of this fitting in? And I'll go into She-Hulk in another entry, but this is just meant to be about Thor. And my... I guess my upset perspective of the Thor character in and of itself but when it comes to phase four Thor is definitely probably at the bottom of the barrel for me when it comes to all the movies and I I might be the only one in on that I know some people probably put Black Widow down there some people might put Eternals down there but honestly for me it definitely goes the bottom two would be Thor one and then Black Widow two yes I'm I'm gonna go out no women say it Black Widow to me is at least halfway better than Thor is and maybe that's because I haven't seen Black Widow in about a year you know I watched it when it came out and that was it so maybe I'm just still reeling off of my Thor heartbreak so maybe that's why I'm dropping it all the way down but in all honesty it's just it's really upsetting to see what they've done to Thor and what this movie is and Again, I might be the only person saying it, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to stick to my guns. I stuck to my guns with Thor Ragnarok. I thought Thor Ragnarok was a train wreck because, again, I'm expecting them to take Thor seriously and they just not. And it's just really, really upsetting.